When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. It is a busy day today, Slee. It is a busy day. A lot going on today. Picks. We've got a draft. There's NFL football tonight. Jorge is ditching us in the middle of the day to disappear to wherever it is that he goes. Yep. Yep. I don't know what's going on. Should Should I be worried about you, Jorge? No. I think he's getting recruited. (laughs) He's getting recruited. Thought the same thing. Yeah. I thought the same thing. So yesterday, Emily, I I don't think you were here for this. Um, Slee and I go to do our looky promo, yep. right? So we go over to the other studio over here, and Al and I were trying to decide what we're going to put into it. And, and we're both very well aware of yeah. his current contract. There's a player option. <laughs> he has a player option in his contract. And we're sitting there, and then we, we figure out what we want, and now we're just kind of chit-chatting and BSing a little bit. And then we realize like 10 minutes have gone by, yeah. and Horty's like, I'll be right back, and he never came back. And I, I'm just worried that maybe you're a, a double agent. That you're <laughs> we ran out of things to say to each other. We had just spent four hours together doing a show, so I we're remember. like, uh, Jorge. I remember. So we were in that Studio B, you know, chit-chatting, whatever. And then I said, all right, you guys ready to record? You guys said yes. And then as I leave that room, across from there, there's DeAndre, those guys, and then they were talking about some stuff that caught my attention. So I'm in there messing around with those guys, and we're just chilling, you know, just <laughs> chilling, just whatever. And then that's when what comes out of the studio. I was like, yo, what? Yeah. <laughs> Boy, I totally I think forgot he was, we were supposed to record yeah, I think he was renegotiating. <laughs> He's like, I'll, He's I'll, guys, we'll do it when I'm ready to do yeah. it. I don't know what you guys have got going today, but I have to catch up with my guys. And, He's like, uh, do you guys know how to press record and all that? I said, you probably don't. <laughs> like the so, red light's on. Just talk. Yeah. Just talk. How you feeling? Well, like? well we, have, we have that portion. And then this morning, too, it just kind of shows Jorge kind of put us in our place. And then this morning... Parker put me in my place. What did he do? Parker's like, Slee, go get me a coffee. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> the hell's you, going Parker. on here? Good for you. I- I'm out there grabbing coffee orders left and right. <laughs> Parker or Parker's in the middle. They're doing their Dodger stream earlier today. Yeah. And uh, I had to deliver it on the air to him. Like, there's just a... <laughs> Oh man, I thought we were. I thought we were. He paid for Post it though. He, he he did say, "Hey, here here's five dollars for my coffee. Would you mind picking one up for me?" His exact words were, "I don't pay for my coffee." <laughs> and I went downstairs and got him a cup of coffee. Did you get a you, uh, Emily? You should try that. Just say, "Hey, Sleewood. Hey, Trav. Go get me a coffee." I have I have not tried it. Maybe I'll try it again next time. I mean, he is now part of the Blue Review. You know, yeah. he's he's moving up in the world. Maybe he's going to be host of the year next year. For all we know, he might be eligible. With Could Blue, be Blue Review. Could be. Well, he's got the Blue Review going for sure. How much of your, was our uh, stock? 
<laughs> Whatever. Stock's gone. What are you going to do? It's done. <laughs> yeah, I think I think everybody's well aware you can be of what our of stock the year is. Because I'm not going to win that one either. <laughs> How much of your uh, buffalo chicken dip was left by the time you took the crock pot home? Um, it was about like I when I got home, I put it into like a smaller Tupperware container that's okay. like kind of like a size of a bowl. How many was, like, was that? A whole road of chicken. A whole, a, yeah, a whole rotisserie chicken was uh, in that, plus and, a whole bottle damn. of uh, buffalo chicken dip, and then uh, one thing of cream cheese. And is there cheddar cheese in there, cheddar too? Cheddar cheese, yeah. And then yeah. I put, like, cayenne, which is what makes it spicy. Nice and light. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty Super good. Super light. That's pretty yeah, good. Yeah. Let's have that and go for a jog. <laughs> Get a good jog in right after. Right. Honestly, that's what I did yesterday. So yesterday, I, you know, I, I got home from work, and I was like, I don't really want to eat, and so then I... But I was going to work out in the evening, so I was like, gotta have something. And this is already made, and so I had some. And then I went to this like um, thing called Sanctuary Fitness, and it does like essentially like a hit. Oh and yeah, stuff. that's hard. Yeah, and I, I felt fine. It's kind of like <laughs> an Orange great. Theory high intensity interval training, right? Yeah. Right. I didn't feel amazing with buffalo chicken dip in my stomach, but it was not the worst. It's protein. You, you have to be on a very small list of people that will go buffalo chicken dip and then a hit workout. That, yeah. Those two things don't line up too much. It's Everything's usually, in my stomach. It's I'll fine. have something nice and light and then go do a hit workout. And then yeah. maybe later you go a little heavier. All right, but that that's props to you for still going out and getting the workout. Yesterday after the show, very true. went and grabbed uh, a, a beer with Morales after the show. And I told Chris, I'm like, and it's kind of random, wasn't planned. We're like, all right, let's go, let's go grab beer together. We go grab beer. I told Chris, I'm like, I'm still gonna go for a jog. When I got home, I'm like, are you really gonna go for it? I just had a beer. Like I literally just had a beer. Whatever, thirty minutes ago, forty five minutes ago, whatever it is. I'm like, I'm gonna still go for a jog. About a mile in, like, yeah, I, don't, I, I don't turned know what's around, came home. I don't know what's going on. I kept going. <laughs> oh, all it just right. took that works. Just took seven you hours. Are, you to guys do... are far more um, resilient people than I am because the <laughs> second a bite of buffalo chicken dip or a beer Good is night. past my lips, yep, it's, You're on the couch. it's full steam ahead for the rest of the night. We're doing nothing yeah, other I can't than work maybe out having more food or more beers. Yeah, Those I work are out the only things happening. I lift. <laughs> Lift. Oh the 12 ounce curls. I did do exactly. uh, champagne presses or whatever they called it. Essentially, we have like two dumbbells together and then you just push up. So that's what they called them. Champ- I don't know I've why. never heard that. I don't know why either. I, I never heard it either. I could see Jorge going on just like a nice three mile jog and the whole time he's holding a Modelo. The whole <laughs> no, time. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's one of those camelback packs, those water packs. Yeah, the hose that goes directly <laughs> exactly. in your mouth. Exactly. Yeah, th- yeah. By the way, pretty good idea. It is a good idea. That is a He's like, if I didn't have that, Somebody I wouldn't told me be able that to go I've tried it before or anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, allegedly. <laughs> a friend of mine told me. <laughs> you are one of those hats that has the yes, two beer cans two that cans. rest in the little uh, the little holster yeah. up top. How you feel, Slee? Uh, I'm feeling good. So I got caught up in something yesterday. Not that it's that exciting, but I'm going to share it with you anyways. Okay. Have you ever... There was an article about the Guinness World Records. Yeah. yeah? And I I know like occasionally we've got like a piece here or there where it's like, well, that's really random. Like that's a Guinness Book World Record. I've been a part of one one time. No kidding. What? So, uh, <laughs> Look, this so, is what I'm talking about. This thing at, throws me <laughs> off so much. When I was at UVA, our president wanted to do um, the most consecutive high fives in a row. So it was like- <laughs> The president so, of the university? Yeah, president. Uh, actually, I think he was like the president of the student okay. body. It's what? not the big guy, like right below the big guy. He was the assistant president. <laughs> he was the assistant <laughs> to the but president. Like, he was like a really personal guy. Everyone liked him. So he, we uh, did- 
had like a human chain all around uh like the lawn which is like our you know quad or whatever mm-hmm. uh and yeah we just had our hands out and he went by went by by birthday world record. how many high fives did he have to deliver i need to look that up real what, quick seven? but uh <laughs> <seven>. <laughs> yeah i mean it just i would imagine that no one ever thought to count how many high fives in a row somebody could until do. somebody does it and then there's okay so the reason why i brought that up fun fact the creator of the high five, Dusty Baker. And uh-huh. Glenn Burke. Yes. Oh, mm. it was at Dodger Stadium. Yep. It was uh, 1,739. That doesn't, okay, a that's a lot, it's obviously, but Very that, I feel like we could do that today yes. if we okay. wanted to do it. Do we want to do it today? Yeah. <laughs> can't you just do it at, can't have you to tell be... everyone at crypto at a game, hey, we're just trying to break the record, 000. there's 20. <laughs> yeah. So it's 1,700 how many? 39. 39. Does it have to be 1,739 different people? Yes, that's what the thing is. It's like a chain, like th- okay. in a row. Well, yeah. that's a little harder. Because if I just like high five myself, like well, that's like just I wonder clapping. if I could just go like <laughs> that's just Emily Sliwa Jorge, Emily Sliwa Jorge, Emily Sliwa Jorge. I just think it has go to around. be consecutive, like different people. <laughs> Bro, that's illegal, and you should know the rules. <laughs> well, I don't that know that's the illegal. Rules. You're not to, getting a Guinness World Record. The anthem needs to be present from the Guinness <laughs> Book of World Records too to make it sure like, official or whatever. Uh, okay, so these are no, no, no. That's actually perfect because the fact that we actually had a contribution to the Guinness World Record. These are the most random things you can possibly read in your life that people are doing to, you know, get a Guinness Guinness Book World Record. So this I'm gonna sprinkle in randomly and I just want you to tell me whether you think this is a real one or if I just made it up out of nowhere. Okay. okay? I'll give you one as a as an example here, okay? The most soda drank in a day. All right, a Guinness Emily Book Heaple. world record. <laughs> and it's just Mountain Dew. <laughs> hey, yeah, <I'm> just... <laughs> He's going to every vending machine around yeah. LA Live. Okay, it took 14 hours and 28 minutes. Someone drank 157 eight-ounce cups of soda. Is that a real Guinness Book, Guinness Book world record or did I make it up? I'm going to say that that's a real one. Okay. Yeah, it's real. I'm just gonna be the contrary. I'm yeah. gonna say it's false. I'm gonna say it's like maybe it's like slightly higher or something like that. Like you just fibbed it a little bit. Okay. It's not a real one. Ah. And the only reason why it's not Did a real Emily? one. It's only <laughs> one, reason, one nothing Emily. The only reason why because I had to like some of these are so insane. I'm like, I don't even know how to make up whatever this is. Do you know what the one hundred and fifty seven eight ounce cups, you know what that's of? Milk. Coffee. Oh, somebody had in one freaking day. Actually, did it in like it was like a six-hour span because I'm sure his heart was going to (laughs) explode. Drank 157 eight-ounce cups of coffee. Dude, if I that's he's getting a certificate, a plaque that's going on there for 157 cups. If I get into that third cup before 10 o'clock in the morning, (laughs) I feel like I'm going to die. Yeah, you're right. Like, and that's the third cup of the day. (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, please, not today. I'm just saying. <laughs> Toilet. I, 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 I just feel that today's, today's not the day for that. That's that's like uh, Pavlovian. We don't, they actually we don't close out, though. <laughs> you know? Yeah, let's. They don't let anybody in. Let's not. Um, uh, give okay. by Travis Lee. So, Little <laughs> take caution. Caution. <laughs> hey, Travis locks the door on the inside. It's see, a public uh, restroom. Oh, you see, can't lock. <laughs> see you guys tomorrow. I need. I need. I need a few minutes. Look, it happens. Um, 
Do you know why the Guinness Book of World Record exists and why it's called Guinness in the Guinness Book of World Records? No. Is it some sort of like Irish like? It uh, was designed thing? to settle bar bets. Love that it that. was those those, those mm. bar arguments like that's not the fattest guy in the world. That's this the is. fattest guy in the world. And then finally, Guinness is like we can create a a little you know gimmick out of creating this book of the official list of the tallest guy, the shortest oh, it's guy, gimmicky. Fat, all of those things. But that's where it comes. That's why it's the Guinness Book of World Records. The actual beer company when okay. i was in school there was a there was a book similar to this one oh yeah version from that one and it was like the girl with the longest like, the nails. nails and they were oh, oh i had that book God. everybody had that book it was the it was book like we all had cover. in school it was a right cover on the, and didn't it almost yes. go to like the ground yes. absolutely okay, well, and they would carry them and she'd have to put her hands in bags yep. because they would break yep. if they knocked up against something my cousin <laughs> saw that and she wanted to do it herself and i was like lauren you cannot do that and then she tried to grow out her nails that long how long, how long? did she last they went like uh, people on YouTube can see it, it like this long. They start to curl, yeah, yeah. which exactly. is super um, disgusting. Yeah, her nails are gross. Sorry, Lauren, well, if you're listening. Yeah, of course. So they she are. went like <laughs> a year, two years. Like, did she go that long? It was like I want to say like a couple months, and she could grow her nails pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, she should that. try it. And then recently, the guy who hadn't taken a shower in like over twenty years yeah, recently passed okay, away. Yeah, okay, let's move on. Dude, the, we, we've already yeah showered These for are, twenty years. I thought I had them. They have better no, ones. Dude, guys, <laughs> trust. Di- di- different records just today. <laughs> I mean, this is not this. Come on, come on. Let's do better. Hey, All how right. about the? No, I'm just playing. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's talk more about the Dusty Baker, Glenn Burke high five things that I can uh, I can deal with uh, on a day like today. Um, Giannis, a guy who doesn't complain, is kind of sort of complaining for the second time in two weeks. What does it mean? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, so today is National Virginia Day, and this is Timberland. Of course, right, Travis, you got this right away. I didn't want to embarrass you by saying it first, but sure. (laughs) But Timberland is from Norfolk, Virginia. So uh, I'm going to sprinkle in some Virginian artists you might not realize were from Virginia and, uh, you know, just have Virginia pride. Timberland, Slee, not Timber. Timber. (laughs) Not the boots. Yeah, not the boots, the the guy. He's like Timberland. (laughs) Timberland. Like great producer, uh, uh, really good producer. Oh, really? I know you know that. Trees I know you know grow. that. Timberland. There's timber in the area, and it's on the land. It's timber. But this Coming is out now. One of the legend producers out there, Timberland. <laughs> Crickets. Scissor. 
It says not from Virginia. I don't oh. know where she's from. Well, you don't know where she's from? I'll look it then up. Maybe she is, right? You know, I, nothing would make me happier than if she was. I have no idea. I'm going to guess. He's from St. Louis. Milwaukee, St. Louis, Wisconsin. St. <laughs> <laughs> Louis. SZA, of course, is from St. Louis. We knew that. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. So Giannis went on a podcast and was talking again. And he said that, look, the Bucks need to make sure that they continue to do the right things to compete for a championship, or he may look for another place to ply his trade. As long as we play and we approach the game every single day the right way and we all sacrifice for a common goal, I can see myself being a Milwaukee Bucks for the rest of my career. But the moment I feel like people are not committed as, a, as, as I am to get that uh, golden pin in the back, I, I I am not, you know, I am, I'm a Milwaukee Buck, but most importantly, I'm a winner. I want to win and uh, I have to do whatever it takes for me to win. And if there's a better situation for me to win the Larry O'Brien, I, I have to take that better situation. Okay. So this is the second time in a couple of weeks that this has come up. This is a, a, a guy, a player, a dude who doesn't complain. This is not James Harden. This is not Ben Simmons. Kevin Durant trying Kevin to leave Durant. another opportunity. This is this is a guy who's been on one team his entire career and really doesn't complain much. He just plays and plays well and one he of the things champion. we respect so much about. Sure, him. sure. Mm-hmm. This is the second time in a couple of weeks he's like, mm-hmm. "Listen, man, if you and I'm summarizing here, you guys just heard it. If I don't feel like you're as committed to that golden thing as I am." I will go somewhere else. I mm-hmm. will go have to, to to try to run it down somewhere else. I still think that this is the proverbial smoke and not the fire, but it feels like it's heating up, right? It feels like we're getting closer to a fire because a guy that doesn't complain and doesn't make threats has complained and made some very mild threats twice in two weeks. It has to mean something. I'll go a step further. There's a problem. There has to be a problem. Why are you going out on two podcasts yeah. going out of your way to keep reinforcing the same thing. Is everyone committed? That's really what he said. As long as everybody is committed. Well, why are you bringing that up? Because people aren't committed. You're only bringing that up for that. Okay, are you talking about other players on your team? Are you talking about the front office? Are you talking, What do you mean by... Uh, and, and the reason why this is has any relation with... Where we sit today is Giannis Tentacumpo is arguably the best player in the world. Sure. And if Giannis can be available in the next couple of years, he has, for those who don't know, he's guaranteed this next year, he's guaranteed the year after that, and then it's a player option. That's nothing. Two years, and then you could go hit the Kevin open market. Durant signed a new deal with the Nets for four years, and four seconds later said, he's I gone. want out of here. Yeah, he wants out of there. I, I, I look at this, and, and before this, it was very interesting the first time we heard it a couple weeks ago. It was like... Like you said, this is Giannis saying it. This is new. Where is this coming from? I, I didn't know that Giannis even thought that in his head. Oh, by the way, the Milwaukee Bucks are not the Houston Rockets or the Orlando Match. You already won an NBA championship there. What makes it so interesting, it's now the second time, he's complaining about something. He's complaining about someone, and I can't figure out who it is. They fired the coach. They fired the coach. Yeah. They are in a position right now. What were they? The number one seed lost to the number eight seed in the Miami Heat last year. Giannis he was talked hurt. he talked a little bit about it that, you know, that obviously changed kind of the whole scope of the series. But they had chances. They still lost. They were awful in that final game before they got eliminated. This is not somebody that's had no success in the league. Right. Let's just let me use as an example, let me use one other player. 
Embiid has never had a chance to win a championship. If it came from Embiid, I would say, okay, Embiid has had to play with Ben Simmons. He's had to play with James Harden. He's had to play with guys that don't look like they're committed. The team has never got to the NBA Finals. I kind of get it from Embiid. Giannis is a completely different conversation. You've had success. You've been great. Your team, does it, has there been any indication to you in the last five years the Milwaukee Bucks are not all in? No. Okay, that's us on the outside. Something's going on inside. It's the guy that's saying it too, right? That We, we were talking before the show. I, I think there's a very small group of guys, if they said, hey, man, this isn't working out for me, we'd, we'd, our, our heads would snap around, right? That we'd, wait, what did he say? Because, you know, we know the Hardens, the Simmons, the Durants. Like, we know the guys that move around a lot. Chris Paul doesn't, but he moves around a lot. That they're on their way to the next spot is not a big deal. If Steph Curry said something like this, you'd be like, wait, what? If Jokic said something like this, it'd be, wait, okay, that guy never complains about anything. It's, you stop like, and listen. You stop. And Giannis is probably, Steph's probably number one, yeah. but Giannis is probably number two, right? And, so if you're Rob Polinka, and look, this is where the Lakers are always going to be involved in this stuff because they're the Lakers. They're the biggest brand in the NBA. He's one of the best players in the NBA. You have to at least start kicking tires and making phone calls and, and, and sniffing around a little bit, don't you? Because if this is him laying the groundwork for, I don't want to be here anymore, you want to be at the front of that line. You don't want to wait until someone else, until he finally does the, all right, I've had enough of this, yeah. and then it's a feeding frenzy. Don't you want to try to see and do whatever you can, whether whether it's the Lakers or anybody else, but the Lakers are always going to be there because they're the Lakers and he's Giannis. I think it's safe to say this year, Giannis is not going anywhere, which means let's take it to next year. A year I, I from now. Can we, before we move on to the next thing, yeah. just – would you have thought that Kevin Durant was going to move four seconds after he signed that deal? And I know that Kevin Durant's a different dude because yep. he does move, but yep. the rules are so different now. Like We go from everything's great to I want the hell out of here in what seemingly is five minutes. So the only reason why I set it up a year from now is because what you're saying is, okay, start getting your ducks in order. Yeah. And and if you're not, it doesn't have to be the Lakers, but if you're the New York Knicks, if you're, well, the, sure. if you're a few of these teams out there that you feel like you have the flexibility, you feel like you can make a pitch to Giannis – the and reason you'd move heaven and earth to get it done. And you'd move heaven and earth to get The reason why I say one year from now is because I think Giannis is going to give the Milwaukee Bucks one more shot, right? Like, whatever that looks like. What, what if he has, and what, this is like my final look, you guys, this is your very last year. Like what? Because, again, knowing what we know about this dude, he doesn't whine. He doesn't complain. I would imagine if he were dissatisfied with whatever it is the dissatisfaction is, he's going to go to the owner, the team president, yeah. the head coach, and say, hey, guys, I don't love this. You know, can we can we address this? I would imagine he would do it privately, probably more than once before he felt. You know, I'm not. I'm going to go on a couple. Podcasts. I'm not getting what I need out yeah. of this. Now I'm going to go do it publicly. Okay, it didn't resonate quite the way I wanted to. I'm going to do it publicly again. Mm. And now all of a sudden, Travis and Slew are talking about it, and I'm sure in New York they're they're talking of about it everywhere. Are. It's Giannis Antetokounmpo. He's one. If he's not the best player, you're not getting past your third finger before you say his name. Guys like that rarely as he's walking into his prime he's 28 years old right walking into his prime rarely do they become available I think you know you had you had said something to me before we started the show you said something to the effect of why is he doing this 
Like, there's got to be a reason. Of course, there's I, a reason. I, I don't. I don't have a. I don't have a, a complete answer of what his thought process is. I respect that he's putting. You and I have talked about this. I love when players put pressure on the organizations. Yeah. Bron used to always do it in Cleveland, and it's probably the only way that he had his true shots of winning championships. I got a one-year deal plus one, and I'm out of here. Right? Like I. Every year, I'm holding you hostage. And maybe Giannis is taking a similar approach to this, but um, but he never it's fascinating. has before. I know. That's, but I, I know LeBron, it's, it's fascinating. This was the way, and, and good for LeBron, but mm-hmm. this is the way he operated, right? Like to, in Cleveland, he operated like that. LA a little less so, but it's always you never felt like you were a hundred percent comfortable, right? There's always that. Well, he's up in a relatively short period of time. He's up in a couple of years. He's up at the end of next year. Giannis, we never hear any sort of about whether or not he's uncomfortable or not. And then not only did we finally hear it, it came from him directly. Doesn't it Doesn't it also show, you know, we, we look at, some. a lot of times we look at athletes and we say, All right, you know what, how committed are they to their craft? How this, how that. There's no red flags on this dude. But doesn't it also show that somebody who won an NBA championship in Milwaukee, Milwaukee hadn't won a ring since Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and it was 50 years ago. Right. Uh, something like that, whatever the years were. Just about. Um, doesn't it also kind of for me at least, it makes me even respect the guy more that he is this, I didn't win a chip and I'm good. I didn't this. He keeps on, he's like, I don't want to be remembered as a guy that was in the league for 20 years and I won one championship. How it all goes from here, how it all shakes out, I don't have an answer for you, but I agree with you that there there's some players that if they talk, you're like, oh, they're talking again. James Harden, Daryl Morey is a liar. Okay, sounds good. Whatever it is. Yeah. This guy now twice in a couple weeks is talking about his own friend. He keeps bringing up the word as long as everyone is committed. That's not something somebody's not something's going on. Somebody that's an important part of the chain of command, yeah, or as one of his fellow players. There's something in that very specific that he doesn't like, and he hasn't put him, you know, on On blast. blast, But 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 he's clearly indirectly, indirectly for sure. You know what this is, but slightly different as a bit of a reach but i like it this is trout right this is what he's doing what mike trout never did which is hey this you guys aren't about this i need this to be better than it is and he's actually won one and what was it two seasons ago three seasons ago yeah it wasn't that long ago they went through a couple of dissatisfied and he's like hey look i am a loyal guy i don't i don't whine i don't complain all these things but this is not what i want I need this to be better. Mike Trout went through 11 years before finally in the last, you know, week or so, somebody finally, the Angels, and I think, you know, the Angels went first in this whole thing. Like, hey, if he came to us and asked, we'd, we'd try to help the guy out. And his response was, well, we'll talk at the end of the year. Like, he he never got there. I like that The Angels have there. to, like, nudge him. Yeah, you, you want to leave, sure right? you want to be here? They should probably call around the league and see have what you the not uh, watched, response is. Have you not watched what we've done over 12 years? Uh, yeah, th- well, they... That we'll, we'll talk about him later on because the response coming back from baseball is going to be like, yeah, we're interested, but you're going to pay for 80% of that, right? Uh, we'll, we'll get to that, but I, I'm telling you. Angels would say, we didn't know we had to do that. Like I said, the, the only team in baseball that would be bad enough to take on what he has left in the amount of years, that's the team he's already on. <laughs> right, the, the 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 only team say, oh, seven more years at thirty eight million a year, and he plays less every season and plays worse. Yeah, bring him on they over. They would trade back for him can, in a couple years. Can he trade for himself? <laughs> Maybe they can give him an extension, give him a twelve year extension, and see how that shakes out as well. Um, <laughs> you know, we we should talk about where he might go because there's a couple of teams that I think are pretty interesting. Okay, 
I just don't know if there's actually a deal to be made, as weird as that is. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Missy Elliott, Portsmouth, Virginia. What do you I think? I know Missy Elliott from Virginia. Yeah, neither did I. Did, does this like instantly make you guys picture something in your mind? Like the little- this beat in particular. What is her it? her video was so I know this is not but for me this video is such a classic video it makes me think of that you're thinking of something different I, I am thinking of something different yeah. I'm thinking of the scene in Forty Year Old Virgin where Steve Carell gets in the car with the woman who ends up barfing on him and this is playing on the radio forget that Leslie Mann's oh, character yeah, yeah. yeah forget yeah. the video now that's always that, that, every time that's I hear this beat she gets in the car she gets puts the CD in and it's playing and the next thing you know she that's funny. Bar- I believe it was seafood salad in his face. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. I also think of, so Missy Elliott had Allison Stoner, who is a little girl who was in a lot of those videos oh, right, for dancing. a long time. So she then grew up to be a big Disney Channel star. And so she was a bunch of stuff of my, like, youth. I would watch her on those things. Uh, she was in Camp Rock. She was on this, like, Mike's Super Short Show, uh, stuff like that. So it's funny because now she, Allison Stoner, has a, new, has a podcast out talking about, like, the dark side of kids in the disney industry and stuff which is kind of mm. interesting i i, that, I actually that yeah. would be interesting yeah she she has her own take on it so uh yeah you know she sure. has her own take on it exactly right just boop <laughs> right. jorge let me ask you a question sure. um they your your people are what are you looking mean? at uh <laughs> aliens now yeah, i'll tell you, you about a, it next yeah, yeah that, that that's messing me up that I, is, all right uh, if you've got crazy. it loaded ready to go i just that picture you sent me is alarming got a couple of things actually we all spent right. a lot of time in yeah. the break just uh basically yeah. figuring out how it's this alarming. is all mapping out it is alarming pyramids I, and now that Jeez, yeah. well on. the pyramids are some, but nobody they questions the ones something no, but nobody questions the ones in mexico because they know who built those but they question yeah. the ones in egypt <laughs> how, how, how do you build that without machines how, how do you do that? Very carefully. <laughs> very, very carefully. carefully. <laughs> or, or somebody came from somewhere else and uh, did some things. All right. So I was reading a couple of things last night. Two different um, places. We're talking about potential destinations for Mike Trout if he decides to go to the team and say, hey, I've, I've had enough. Believe it or not, I don't like being on a losing team every year and never playing in postseason games. I'd kind of like to experience that in a meaningful way before my career is over. Um, the possible destinations were all the same. Like there were basically four mm. teams that were mentioned in both of these. And one, one is he stays with the Angels. Okay. Two was the Dodgers in, in various spots on this list. Three, but not, not, this isn't not like at the top. ranking. You're but just they, saying in general. No, no, no. So th- I'll give you the rankings. In okay. one on CBS Sports, I had the Angels were number one. The Dodgers were number, they, the mm. Giants were number two. Okay. The Dodgers were three. The Phillies were four. In a second one, I saw the Phillies were one, the Dodgers were two, the Giants were three, the Angels were four. But interestingly enough, they had the four same teams in the top four spots. The Angels are, if he stays there, whatever, it doesn't really matter. And and I think it might be the most likely destination because the market for him is not nearly what anybody thinks. Does not Mike Trout, at seven years remaining on his deal with about $38.5 million a year okay. in salary, doesn't that sound like the exact opposite of anything the Dodgers would ever do? That's why I 
when you said Dodgers were number two, I was trying to figure out, okay, wait, are you ranking this or what? Because I, I was not actually expecting Dodgers to be. They were high on both of the lists. Why do you think that is? I don't know. That's what, that, because it doesn't make any sense. Because it gets clicks? This is, maybe. It, <laughs> sure. it could be as simple as that. Because Andrew Friedman, this this is the thing that he's like pathologically allergic to. Okay. Older, declining players on long-term Term deals contracts, that yeah. make a ton of dough. This is exactly what he doesn't do. Now, maybe it's one of those... The Dodgers do have prospects, and maybe the Angels finally get to the point where they see the light and say young, cheap, manageable, talented guys are a much better way to do it, and we'll eat some of the Trout money. You take Trout on a deal. We get some prospects. You don't have to spend as much money as all that, but we get what I want. We get out from underneath at least a portion of this deal. That's a possibility. Although I still, unless the Dodgers are going to say, "Look, if you want to pick up ninety percent of the cost of this, sure, we'll do it, and we'll throw in a player or two. The thing that makes the most sense to me, yeah, not the Phillies, even though it's his hometown team, mm-hmm. it's the Giants. And the Giants, you know, Farhan Zaidi, their GM, comes yep. from the Andrew Friedman tree. If yep. we're using the analogy, yep. But they've been they they make a big swing at Bryce Harper, didn't get him. Sure, made a big swing at Aaron Judge didn't get him they've been carlos go, correa carlos correa they signed him they looked at his medicals and like, their, ah, yeah. don't love that but doesn't trout kind of track if they get a look at his medicals maybe it's the same thing yeah but doesn't that kind of track if the angels would eat some of that money? well let, let's do this real quick he's not going to the dodgers i don't think because so, the angels no. are not trading him to the dodgers on top of the dodgers are not going to trade for mike Neither trout side wants to do that deal with the other guy and i you know what i think is stronger I actually think the Angels one is stronger, just like it was when we were talking about Shohei. Okay, can I stop you? Right, it, sure. Is that not insanity? But it's but it's the yeah, Angels. I'm not saying you're wrong. But it's the Angels. Yeah. And so I I think that it doesn't matter the prospects. It doesn't matter that this was the same thing with Shohei. I mean, the Dodgers pretty much cleared the deck this year. What they went out and did in the off season was all set up, or at least what they didn't do in the off season was for what? Do we have flexibility for Shohei? They even brought up whether by necessity or by design, you started bringing all these young players up where you got kind of an opportunity to see who they are. Maybe there's a deal to be done. Maybe Shohei's available at the trade deadline. The Angels were not going to trade Shohei Otani to the Dodgers. They just weren't. Even if the deal was better with the Dodgers than it would have been with another team. You're right. And they ended up holding on to it. I just can't. My, my, the logical portion of my brain keeps trumping the emotional side. Like, yeah, I get it. You hate the Dodgers. You're jealous of the Dodgers. You don't want to give them anything that will make you look silly in return. But if they say, hey, look, here are three of our best guys, how? So this only leads stupidity me, trumps that. These, this leads me to what you were just saying about San Francisco. Now, that I could see maybe happening. That I could see. It's a good organization. Maybe they could put together a deal where the Angels are eating up some of that money. But it's also that he's going to the Giants and he's not going to the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. And and like you oh my said, gosh, yeah. like like you said, I'm not telling you that you're wrong when you set up all these scenarios. I'm not telling you that, Al. Listen, at the end of the day, if the guy's trying to sell, I might hate that guy. But if he's giving me fifteen hundred more dollars than the other guy, There's I hate you. I'll take the fifteen hundred <laughs> additional. Right. That's not how the Angels do business. They're not going to do business like that with the Dodgers. There are a few teams, by the way, and I don't think it should be a complete shocker. Obviously, emotion and pride and ego gets in the way of what's a good, smart business sure, decision. Sure, sure. The Dodgers... Every time? <laughs> I guess so. I mean, it, I get making a bad decision. We all do. But that that's why when you say Trout and you list out some of those teams, if he went to Philly, okay, not a big surprise or a shocker. If he went to San Francisco... 
probably not a big shocker as well. Now, that's if all these things line up. If he went to the Dodgers, he's not going to the he's Dodgers. He's not going to the Dodgers. I, I agree with that completely. I, I think what's going to be the biggest surprise of all, it, it, because I do think he'll move, right? I, I think if if he goes to them and say, you know what, I think it's time for me to move now on. Now or like later in his contract? I, I Sooner than later. Okay. Sooner, whether it's at the end of this season or in the middle of next season. But I do think it's going to happen because this is the first whisper we've ever heard of the Angels being like, yeah, listen, we're, we're open for business on that, right? And he didn't shut it down immediately. His thing was, you know, we'll talk at the end of the year and see what's going on. So it's in the air. I think what's going to be stunning is how little they get back. I think that's the most interesting part is just how little he will draw as far as prospects go because no one is buying that contract. No, no one wants a guy that's in his early 30s that's breaking down rapidly that's got seven more years at an incredibly high price and they want to absorb all that money. They'll take the player. They'll take a chance on some short-term, you know, get him healthy, let him go back to what he's doing. That's one thing that is, is intriguing. They'll get something, but this idea that you could restock your farm system and get out from underneath this terrible deal, that's not happening. I'm not, you know, it's, it's so much baseball trades, NFL trades, basketball, everything's so different. All these sports are so different. Sure. A team comes in, or the Angels come in, they trade Mike Trout, and they're willing to take up give me a percentage that you would say percentage of that contract 50 percent of that contract that's the lowest okay let me just use as an example 50 60 percent whatever it is are they now able to go get those prospects they'll get some they won't get as many as they would have two years ago even though they're eating up that much of the 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 contract the more of the contract Contract you you absorb the more i'm willing to trade you to because it's technically for the angels it's more valuable to eat up more of that contract because I have more of a chance of getting some real talent. They're going to get a couple of guys that are, may or may not be good. Who knows? Time will tell. And they're going to have to continue to pay him for a very long time because no one yeah. is eating that contract. Not now. He just had the worst career. He just had the worst year of his career. He just if played you, in a half a season again. If you file for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. I think you still owe. Still gotta, That's just a restructuring, I believe. It's just restructuring. That's, the company is not gone. Yeah, you just restructuring. We're, we're, we're restructuring debt. We're we're moving some things around. Change the LLC name. <laughs> Mike Lout, right? It is yeah. Uh, Je- Jeff Mout. <laughs> They'll come Artie, back. <laughs> Artie, you can't do that. I don't know. I talked to my tax he's, he's guy. I, I talked to my tax good. guy. How about make an offer for a Larry Yount? You 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 want him? <laughs> okay, one quick one. Yeah, hit me. Guinness World Record. Sure. Real one or not? Largest collection of Care Bears. <laughs> 1,234. Oh, that's fake. It's got to be more than that. Yeah, it's fake. Okay, I'm going to go again against it. I think it's real. Nah, that's not a only a thousand. We're all for two today. There's hey. a there's a picture of a dude with just one thousand two hundred and thirty four. Well, also, are they all individual uh, care bears? Maybe there only is a maximum of that many care bears that exist. You can't have like seven strawberry shortcake bears. Of course yeah. you can. Yeah. This is a Guinness <laughs> World Record. Were you ever a care bear person, Emily? Uh, I had care bears. I had webkins. Webkins were in yeah, my house for a while. Yeah, those are the two main stuffed animals of my generation. Care bears were like. A little before you, maybe? Uh, I, I was the cusp. Yeah. Yeah. Care Bears were weird. I had a pink one. I have 874 of uh, them. How many I'm did trying you say to get 1,234. 1, That's not that many. 
you always take it as a challenge. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, I'm waiting for you to I mean, just. Susan's like, what the hell are these coming in? I'm not going to break the record. Imagine a room of a thousand Care Bears. I, I'm not saying that it's not weird, but I like if you told me the guy with the most Care Bears had a million of them, I would believe you. That's all. That's too many Care Bears. A thousand's too many, but like people have <laughs> obsessions that go way beyond a thousand of a thing. Trav, people have low. limits, man. It's too low. I'm not impressed by his Care Bear collection at all. Hey, did you see? Foo. That's coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. What's up, Foo? Oh, I'm going there. No, I'm already nervous. I'm going there. I don't like this. So, according to Mexican government, two mummified aliens were presented at a congressional hearing in Mexico. These aliens were mummified. They have uh, been in uh, Earth for over a thousand years, and they were found in Peru somewhere. Now, is this also, they, they, they had x-rays of these aliens, and they found eggs inside these aliens. Jeez. So there's, I mean, the story, the, 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 the facts. And, and right x-rays. shoulder inflammation. No. Was the monolith there too? <laughs> they, they had, <laughs> you just saw a 2001. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's got a one They're wearing rings. So is, Wait, do we okay, want Can I ask proof? a question sure. real quick? go ahead. I, Give me more on the eggs. This is disturbing. I mean, it's just an X-ray that shows that there's two eggs in one of the like, uh, one of the aliens, like quote, human. Quote. But how do they know what the egg yeah, looks like? Yeah, right. I guess the whole thing. Again, is like, again, okay. everything's just a list. I love how they're coming at you as exactly. if you no, came out curious, with a report. Right. Well, I'll, I'll put out the story on Twitter so okay. you guys can read about this. But now they're super small, right? They're super small. Yep. Yeah, they're no bigger than maybe your you know microphone or whatever. Yeah, like literally, they're like this. The like, aliens or the yeah. eggs? No, the aliens. The aliens. <laughs> yeah. And are they like like human women's eggs, or are they like? A, <laughs> That's an what egg I was getting. Yeah. Bird? yeah, like a chicken know. egg. Yeah. So okay. what came first, the egg or the alien? Right. <laughs> <laughs> the alien or the egg? So, do we need more proof that we are not alone in this planet? And besides the aliens <sighs> being found, what is another one of your favorite conspiracy theories? Okay, so. I go back and forth on this. There are times where I'm like, okay, listen, if there was other forms of life on Earth, then we'd just have better evidence of it. And then you get military guys that are like, no, we see these things all the time. We don't know what the hell they are. They're flying right next to us. and Then they're not. Then they're not on radar. And then before you know it, they're inside of the water or they're gone wherever they're going. I'm like, well, what the hell do you want me to do with that? And these are military guys and you could you know you could have the question hey is this just technology that's out there that we have or another country has or the cases it makes you think that i'm gonna lean towards this is too big of a universe to have nothing else out there so i'm gonna lean towards that so okay i don't the, the, the thing they found in that was. peru is not an alien mummy, right? That I don't know what it is, but if it's been in the ground for a thousand years, who knows what else was in the ground at the same time or got into the ground and it created a mashup of things that yeah. look like an alien, right? I'm not what Al was talking about with the the F 18s or whatever we I have think flying they, around. They call them the Tic Tacs, whatever yeah, is that yeah, Tic Tac that's th- up. Th- that is inexplicable to me. Now, I guess the one thing is, well, maybe China or somebody has technology that we just don't have any idea maybe of. Maybe it's our technology maybe it's and ours. they don't even know. Yeah. Could, could be. Mm-hmm. But when you see a Navy fighter pilot go, what the hell is that? That's upsetting to me because those guys yeah. seem like they're on top of things, hopefully, right? As far as the other conspiracies go, Jorge, did you guys see I was flipping through my phone yesterday? Uh-huh. That one of the Secret Service agents 
that was on JFK the day oh, yeah. that he was assassinated. Where he put the bullet? Is writing, is writing a book. Yes. And he says he placed a bullet from the limousine yep. on the gurney in the hospital. Demolishes the whole theory. Blows, it's not blows, possible. Blows the whole thing out of the yeah. water. Yeah. This guy has never spoken since the assassination. He's coming towards the ender day. Yeah, he's in latter his 80s. Days of lives. Yep. And he's telling his story for the first time. And this he has no reputation of kookery in his entire life. Mm-hmm. He's never been that guy. I don't know what happened. I just think that something happened, and I'd like to know what's going on. Can I, on that conspiracy theory, I think I just don't believe what they've told us, and they refuse to tell us that I just know that that conspiracy theory, I don't even look at it as a conspiracy theory. I just don't think that's what happened. I I agree with you. Yeah. I don't know. Emily's heavily signed. I'm just more like my brain gets tired by thinking about this stuff. I Big think foot. that it all exists or doesn't exist. I just get to this point where like I don't know, man. Like, you know, the world is a lot is big. I don't believe everything you hear, but I feel like I get exhausted by thinking that my whole world is a lie. But I do think that if I saw um so you guys have seen the movie Signs, right? So uh yeah. is that uh, Amy Adams? Sorry? Is it Amy Adams? No. Who, That's Joaquin Arrival. Phoenix. What is it? Joaquin Phoenix, right? Yes, Joaquin Phoenix. Oh. You're talking. You're thinking about Arrival. Okay. Uh. So. Um. But anyway, in Signs, M Night Shyamalan back in 2001, and you know that one scene where there's uh, they're at a birthday party with these little kids, and the and the alien walks in front of the screen, and they put like this is the new image on news, maybe something like that. But I kind of been in this world, but like, even if they do exist. What am I gonna do about that, it? That, by the That's way, how I, I feel. Like that attitude. And I just wash it off. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? Have the extra beer, eat the carnitas, I'm and live your life. Exactly. Right? I'm yeah, gonna go to work. Sure. I'm gonna take vacation. I'm gonna drink beer. Like that's what I'm gonna do. Did you read that excerpt about that guy's book? The JFK. Yeah. I listened to a podcast I, on it. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I, no, I'm, I'm, I'm with I'm, you. I'm like, yep, yep. Well, okay, I, I, something. Just the explanation that's already there of what the magic bullet did. Yeah. I, when when you have to call something <laughs> a it. magic bullet, it's like, yeah, no bullets have ever done this before. <laughs> but this but one did. this special one, <laughs> and I'm out. This guy has a no kookery record of 80 years, and now he's telling a no, weird- Now they'll make it sound like he <laughs> has course. a When do those records record. go on public? They keep 34? pushing it back. They keep, oh, okay. It was supposed to be 10 years ago, 20 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. We'll tell you in the 80s. Eh, make yeah, it the right. 2000s. Make it the 2020s. <laughs> make it the 2040s. What's next? All right. So Alan brought this up yesterday. And there's a house for sale in South Pasadena yep. that, used, that was used to film the movie Halloween. Mm-hmm. Would you purchase a house- that was used for a film, or what was the question? For, for so it was a horror, yeah. obviously a horror movie, right? And the Halloween with Jamie Lee Curtis, yeah, that yeah. one, yeah, that, okay. that, a horror movie. Big fan. I mean, think of like Poltergeist. Think of like <laughs> the scariest yeah. movies out there. And I think part of this, Jorge, was we were having the conversation. Was does that bother you at all that this occurred in this type of house? Let's take away the movie portion, <laughs> right? Something real happened in one of those houses. Would you still purchase that house? I'm a no. I'm a no that I'm not. I don't want to. If something happened in that house that had anything to do with a death or or this or something like that. A death uh, death could be natural causes. Okay, how long ago did this happen? I don't think that matters to me. Okay, so for me, as someone who I like, feel I'm already like I'll nervous. never own a home in my life. I don't. I 
prices is too expensive. I don't make enough money for it, so I think I never own a home. But at this home, maybe you can get a deal on the murder exactly. house. Exactly, forty percent off. Would you buy it? Forty percent off. Forty percent off, and I don't know. The murder was like fifty years ago. Sure. Fifty years ago, but a really gruesome murder. But like, if it's in one room and I can avoid that one room, I don't know. The stairs. I have a lot of thoughts on I this. Rent for the rest I, of my I, life. I'm going to give you guys a real estate seminar when just we come say, back. This guy's a <laughs> yeah. straight investor. This guy's only looking yeah, for I, homes. Like I, I, I got a lot of thoughts on this, okay. and it depends on who, what, when, where, how. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.